what room in your house are you in? I'm in the nursery. Oh my gosh. Is Georgia in there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm recording a podcast next to Georgia sleeping. <laughs> uh, I was wondering. Oh man, it looks like I'm gonna have to lean forward for this. Oh, for, um, okay, let's, what are go. you sitting on? Um, this this chair that um, her parents gave us that was in their living room. It's kind of like like out like old, you know. It's uh like outdated. I mean, um, but it's not outdated. It's um just like retro but uncomfortable. No, it was in their bedroom, but it's like mid century modern. Um, you mm-hmm. know how that's like a big deal. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, like, we've got kind of a cool mid-century modern chair that we added to our living room. Nice, beautiful. It's such a nice style. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but, but yeah, it's just uncomfortable. Welcome to Pod to the Future. I'm Justin. And I'm Christian. And we've been best friends since high school. This is a show where we are documenting our lives for our future selves. Our future kids. And you, our listeners from the future. Follow us as we pursue our dreams. And maybe learn a thing or two along the way. Charge the flux capacitor. Rev the engine up to 88 miles per hour. And pod to the future. It's so good to see you. We haven't seen each other in so long. There's been so much that since has happened. Since the last time we recorded. No, yeah, since, uh, no, since my wedding. Since your wedding, yeah. And so it's your wedding, your honeymoon. I went on a couple of vacations. I was gone for one week, went on vacation for another week, blah, blah, blah. Um, haven't seen each other. Oh, and right now, how are we recording? We are recording in different locations. I know. It's crazy. That's a first for us. First yeah. for the pod to the future. I know. Talk yeah. about the future. So I was like nervous, not nervous. I was nervous. Why did I say nervous? I was um, like a little bit just <laughs> not really any strong emotion, just basically like, I wonder how we'll do the, how we'll do the, like, how we'll do this long distance. Uh, I know. You know, I was like, but you seemed like you just FaceTimed me right now. And I'm like, oh, yeah. cool. There we go. I've suggested that we record like, Remotely? Set remotely before, and you've always been not too excited I know. to try it out. Yeah, it just seemed like it seemed like daunting to me, I guess. But it's not that daunting. It's just Yeah, I think I think it's kind of convenient that like you have to be up early in the mornings. It makes it really difficult for you to find a dedicated time block to be able to record especially uh because georgia doesn't go to sleep until about now yeah so i think this is this is a pretty convenient way for us to i agree continue to record pods yeah i totally agree actually um i still want to i love the live i love the face-to-face i think that's Mm -hmm. one the one reason i like it a lot because it was more personal i was i was expecting well, this is personal also. It's always going to be personal. <laughs> but I just, you know what I mean? Like intimate or something. But um, yeah. but I didn't even think about FaceTime. I was thinking it would be like over the phone. And I was like, that sounds mm. like a phone call. <laughs> but, <laughs> that which, sounds terrible. <laughs> which is like fine also. But what it, th- that's why I was like. Phone calls are like our generation's yeah. telegraph. Oh, like we for real. hate them. It's like hate it might as well calls. be a voicemail. Like get it out of here. <laughs> oh, voicemails. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe, like, people still leave voicemails. Voicemails are the worst. <laughs> well, like, 
I honestly, I feel like if somebody calls me and it's a number that I don't know, I like, I, I never answer it. Okay. First of all, I'm going to sure. say I'll never answer a phone call, phone number that I don't know. Just because like, I don't want it to be some, like somebody like asking a lot of me in the moment, <laughs> you know, somebody being like, <laughs> somebody being like, Hey dude, are you busy right now? Can you talk for an hour and a half? I'd be like, um, okay, that's just, that's like best case scenario, honestly. Worst case scenario, it's like a creditor or something like that, which I don't even think I have, but like (laughs) just somebody. uh, Or like a telemarketer. Yeah, telemarketer, exactly. Or just a scam. So many times where I've I've answered, hi, would you like to have rewards for a hotel stay you've won? I'm like, no, I didn't enter. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Get out of here, those phone calls. Get out of here at phone calls, not on my contacts. <laughs> no, okay, but what I was saying about that is that if it's a number that I don't know, and then they hang up, or, you know, it, it goes to voicemail or whatever, and they don't leave a voicemail. I'm like... Yeah. it's like, well, I guess I'll never know what that was. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's gone. It's gone forever. I know. I'm not calling it back. <laughs> right. If exactly. it was important, they would have texted me, so... <laughs> yes, exactly. That's so funny. Yeah, like... Like there was a t- few times this summer when I that that happens kind of all the time, you know what I mean? Like, but there were a few mm-hmm. times this summer that it happened and I didn't answer and no voicemail was le- was left and it was like a few different phone numbers like all across the you know area code and whatnot and mm-hmm. so you know like different area code will you know often mean sketchy or something some corporate thing or whatever. But um, I was thinking that could I be missing phone calls from like gig opportunities? You know what I mean? Oh, like I was snap. like, but they didn't leave voicemails, so I was like, I don't know. I was what, what's like, your voicemail? Oh, it's like, how, how's um, your hey, this is Christian. Leave a, hey, this is Christian. Leave a message at the beep. It's cool. very simple. It's very straightforward. I don't really. Yep. I know people like to like do a little thing, but I'm like, I don't have the energy for that. <laughs> you know? Yep, totally. What's yours? Uh, so it used to just be the default you've reached and it says the number. Oh, right. Uh, but at work we have a rotating emergency phone and it just gets forwarded. Like the emergency phone number line gets forwarded to our personal cell phone. If we're on the emergency phone for that week. Cool. And so, uh, we were informed that we, should probably change the voicemail from that default because we don't want the random person calling the emergency line mm-hmm. to then think that 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 your personal phone number is the phone number that they always need to call. Right. Yeah. So you, it's like it just says it just says you've reached Justin. Leave your name and number. Oh, and I see. Call you back. Yeah. So that's yeah. why you don't have the crazy like like hello hello. Have you seen that? Have you had those? Where it's like a uh, fake answering I, the phone. I think I had one before. Oh my gosh, douche. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> those phone calls. I mean, those voicemails would always trip me up. Yeah, those are good. Uh, the I I remember one time somebody used to joke because I never answered my phone. It might have been Aaron Thomas. <laughs> he used to joke that I was harder to get a hold of than the president of the United States. <laughs> That's so and funny. And so then I changed my voicemail to say, hi, you've reached the president of the United States. Press one, to <laughs> And, like, I had a whole list of options. Dude, that's hilarious. That's it so was funny. Really, it was really funny uh, until I was applying for jobs, and I realized, oh, shoot, if it goes to voicemail, I'm going to look like yeah. a terrible employee. <laughs> yeah. 
That's so funny. Yeah, that is genius. Dude, you're so funny and creative. Did you ever watch Seinfeld? Um, like, I think we watched it together. I think apart from what we watched together, not much. So just, just random episodes. Yeah. Th- there's one episode where George personalizes his, well, at the time it was not voicemail. It was like the cassette tape hooked up to oh, the home, yep, yep. you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the home voicemail. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what those are called. And he, uh, did a jingle. I forget this. I forget the name of the actual song, but I, it, it might be even a TV show. And it goes, believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message <laughs> at the beep. Nice. I always thought that was really funny. I always wanted to do that, but I didn't think people would get in. They'd just think that I was weird. Yeah. But yeah, totally. You were also weird for watching Seinfeld as a 15 year old. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, every day on TBS. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It, it's so beloved that it's a main talking point of my whole other podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> I know you love Seinfeld. We we discuss a, a, a different episode of Seinfeld every week, every episode. Yeah, that's right. I know you do that and talk about soccer and what's. Uh, aren't there a couple like a few and points? Three three random topics. Oh, cool. So just just whatever we bring to the table. The two Justins. Yep. Plug yeah. two Justins. Yeah. <laughs> um, Christian doing the heavy lifting on that plug. Oh yeah, I almost no. forgot to say the name. Oh, <laughs> dude, no, I I still need to listen to it. You know, I'm a real I'm a real tool of a friend. <laughs> but, uh, no worries. Um, I, sorry, I just released another one today. Nice, cool. We tried to squeeze one more in. Uh, Justin Doyle just had, uh, well, he didn't have his wife just had their third child today. I saw that. I saw that on Instagram. Oh, that's amazing. Dropped by, brought them Cafe Rio, because just because just cause you had a child doesn't mean you should miss out on the amazing Cafe Rio Taco Tuesday deals. Oh, yeah. You got to take advantage. Dude, that's really cool that you did that. So I, I ate it for lunch and dinner today. Those, nice, uh, dude. Taco Tuesday rewards. Mm, oh, yeah, dude. You're obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great deal. I'm obsessed with deals. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> Uh, we do. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, I think we're well past the cold opener at this. Oh point. yeah. I think we're we're in the in the middle of the podcast. Now. Yeah. We're in the meat. Oh yeah. I actually have some follow up from our last episode. Cool. So it's been several weeks. I don't know if you remember the stories that you shared during the last episode or not. Do you remember? Um. Oh. I my wrote gosh. this down like a few days after because my mom and sister had listened to that episode and they reminded me of a few stories. So, Oh my god! Actually, it might've been from a few episodes ago. Oh, okay. I'm trying to remember a story. What is it? What story did I tell? I can't remember. You talked about Caitlin, your sister. Yeah. Having, as opposed to Caitlin, my sister, or Katie, my wife, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lots of Kate, Caitlin slash Katie's in our family. I think they all yeah. go by Katie. Yep. So your sister had a friend over, oh, and they were yes, yes, playing in the backyard. <laughs> yes. And your sister's friend pooped in the backyard. Yeah. Gross. So my sister Caitlin had a friend over 
and they were playing in the backyard. Oh my god. And gosh. her sister's friend Your sister's pooped friend pooped in the backyard. Yeah, my sister's friend pooped in the backyard and our dog ate it. Oh my gosh, dude, that's so crazy. <laughs> that is so crazy. We both have sisters named Caitlin whose friends have pooped in our backyard. That is really crazy, dude. That is so funny. Wow. I don't know if that was necessary follow-up, but it just seemed too good to not share. <laughs> yeah, that was... Oh, my gosh. That's... I don't know what, what a good adjective for that is, but clandestine. Yeah. <laughs> no, clandestine is secret. I don't know. Now, you guys, like, your parents have a couple of dogs, right? Yes. And I remember when you were in high school, you guys had a dog too. What was that dog's name? Apollo. That dog always looked Apollo. Mm-hmm. No, is the girl. Is that the, is that the her? Cocker Spaniel? Yeah. The Cocker. Oh Spaniel. yeah. That was Holly. Holly. She looked like the saddest dog in the world. Oh yeah. Totally. She always looked, she had just like super sad eyes. Those Cocker Spaniel eyes that look like they're crying all the time. Yeah, totally. Um, so all of the dogs that you've like lived with, have they eaten weird things? Like what's the, do you have any good weird dog oh. eating stories? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't think so, but like dogs in our family, it's so funny. Like I always say that like my family should not have dogs. Like they've gotten <laughs> dogs ever since I was like six or seven or something. That was Apollo that was with us for like, eight years or something like that. I don't know. And then like, I don't remember Apollo at all. He was a Rottweiler that was like always in the backyard, never came inside. So, so sad. I, I could have, I was probably at your house at some point when you guys had Apollo and I didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Totally. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Holly, which was always like penned up, like not always in the laundry up. room. Oh, in the laundry room. I couldn't remember like where that dog was. Well, at least in in the desert house. That's yeah. where I remember her being. True. Yep. That's true. Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. The laundry room. Just like a place where like, I just, I don't know. We just didn't, my family, like, I don't really like care to have a dog. I'm not, I didn't like sign up for it or anything. So like, I'm not going to like take it on walks, especially as like a six, seven, eight year old, you know, but um, mm-hmm. we just hadn't, there wasn't like a culture of like taking good care of dogs in my family. Um, so I, I, there wasn't a situation in which they would be like chilling in our house and like mm-hmm. playing around and then like gobbles up a toy or something. Cause like they would barely come in our house, you know, these dogs that they have now are the best taken care of, um, out of all of them. And you've had those ones for, or your um, parents, I should say. Yeah. For had, like had four, four or five years or something like that. I think. Yeah. Maybe four They're years. They're big dogs too. Yeah. Two uh, German Shepherd Rottweiler mixes. They're both sisters. I, like, knew as soon as I found out that they, like, got two girl dogs at the same time at, like, young, I was just like, oh, my gosh. I've, I've totally heard before that, like, getting two girl dogs is, like, a bad idea because they'll just fight all the time or something like that. You know, like, dominance mm-hmm. will be weird. And sure enough, they're constantly, like, well, especially early on, they were just, like, constantly at it constantly literally like every second that they weren't sleeping or something just like screaming Mm -hmm. at each other and so so i was just like this is not fun (laughs) you know anyway (laughs) 
Whatever. So no story of the dogs eating anything. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was hoping we'd have st- mutual stories to share because I, I have several. <laughs> I know. Mine took a depressing turn. The first dog that my family had when I was really little uh, was a half German Shepherd, half Husky. We lived up north. Cute. So it wasn't super hot for it. And yeah, super smart dog, really sweet dog. And my mom told me a story about how one time he ate a poopy diaper. Oh, nice. Gross. So I thought, I thought that was on theme for, for the other stories. That's so, yeah, my wife's, um, hey, oh my gosh, my wife, like I'm talking to a stranger. Haley's parents have two crazy barking well, other little people dogs. are listening in other people <laughs> oh totally yeah friends my wife yeah um, her name is Haley. now as you know um, but her parents have these two like crazy little dogs that bark all the time whatever um and they do this really annoying scream but when we left a diaper on the ground like they get they got a hold of it and so they just went for it yeah well they didn't just go for it they like found it they like dug it out of somewhere or grabbed it from somewhere and then took it to the living room and ripped it open and we're just oh, kind of pouting no. like sitting there so innocent looking next to it you know what do you mean me yeah exactly I didn't do anything bad dog those like, dogs annoy me too <laughs> <laughs> christian and dogs i know i know it's so funny marley likes you yeah i like marley too there are there are dogs that i do like that i do enjoy but, like, it's in cases where they're, like, not super, like, well taken care of. And so, I don't know. Not well taken care yep. of, but just, like, where they're, like, crazy. Or, you know, that I'm just, like, I don't want to, like, pet you and stuff. So, Marley, uh, she's actually with me right now. My parents are out of town, so she's oh, staying cool. at our house. And Katie's super allergic. She loves dogs, but she's super allergic. And so I think her allergies have been driving her crazy Dang. with Marley here. And Marley doesn't even shed. It's just the the dander, the pet dander. And she, when we moved in to the house that my parents are in now, my dad, I don't know if you remember, there used to be a different shower. And then he knocked out the shower yep. and built out a walk-in shower. Yep. For, your, uh, for your grandpa. Right. Uh, that was the one next to my room. So he did that shower, and then he did his upstairs shower, too. Oh, is that the one you're talking about right now? Yeah, the upstairs, the oh. one in their bedroom. Yeah, I guess I um, I guess I didn't know before <clears throat> and after, but cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just lot, lots of lots of different projects. He's always, yeah. always doing something. That's so cool. I love his projects. So he built that out and built himself a nice seat to sit on in the, in the shower. And he would keep his razors there. Nice, a shower seat. That's so awesome. Oh, yeah. Nothing like sitting in the shower. Oh, nothing like it, for real. You don't have a shower seat. Well, anyway. No, I've got a little bit of a ledge, but it is definitely not Sittable. enough to sit on. Yeah. You're more like leaning against it if you try to sit on it. Mm-hmm. So in the shower, he would keep his razors on that seat, and they started disappearing. And he's like, "What the oh, heck? Where are wow. my razors going, dude? That's crazy." And then, and then he, and then he looked under the bed, and there was a bunch of handles of razors, those disposable Bic razors, mm-hmm. a bunch of handles just sitting under the bed where Marley had taken them down there. We never found the blades. Oh my! Marley gosh. ate all of the blades. Oh my gosh! I don't know how she ate 
a bunch of razor blades. That's so crazy. They're probably still in her intestinal wall now. Yeah, like, <laughs> were you guys, like, immediately worried that, like, she was going to die in two seconds? A little bit, but she she never... Made any sounds Complained. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is about dogs, just, like, the smell of certain things they're just like oh i've got to eat that yeah like what it's a razor blade you don't have to eat that (laughs) yeah for real no no i'm pretty sure i've got to eat that yeah oh my gosh that makes my stomach turn so what what uh what are the dogs barkley seemed like kind of just an old yeah i don't got any eating stories really for barkley we did have one dog for like a week that my dad just randomly brought home. It was a six-month-old chocolate lab, and it was crazy. Oh it my was gosh. so wild. And it ate a War Turtle Pokemon card of mine, and I was very upset about it. Oh, my gosh. I would be, too. That's crazy. That's a travesty. It's War Turtle. I know. War Turtle, honestly, so cool. he's, he scares me. Um, <laughs> You're afraid po- of War Turtle? Yeah. just And Charmeleon. 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 Um, Those second evolutions? Yeah, but except Ivysaur looks chill. Like, it's, you know, Ivysaur is just, like, basically Bulbasaur-looking, basically Venusaur-looking, just, like, so chill. But Charmeleon has, like, the weird crest on the back of his head and not Mm -hmm. enough other cool things to, like, compensate for that, so that's weird. And Wartortle, like, has the two weird wings on the sides of its ears. (laughs) And, you know, like, and, and... I think that's it. Like, just his head scared me. And then Blastoise, like, looks bomb, you know, mm-hmm. right after that. So it's it's the second one, man. And Charizard, okay, best Pokemon ever. Everybody knows that anyway. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Remember that that card, the Charizard card? Oh, yeah. Like, it's it was shiny. Yep, holographic. He had, like, insane health, like 120 or something, and that was, like, unheard of. And that's what I ranked everything based off of, you know? Yeah. Like, the Pokemon cards were like not better than Charizard. That was a really, I know exactly. Well, and like it has a high HP. The HP was just like basically its level to me. Mm-hmm. So not to get too into the weeds, but let's say you start a new game of Pokemon Red. Right. Oh yeah, that's the first one I had. Yeah. Taught me how to read. <laughs> <laughs> for real though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real. Like on True Talk, second Anti- grade, problem I could solving. read so well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So many good things. So what's your go-to move? You've got those three to choose from. Who do you choose? Um, based off of um, what I, 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 I had all of them. I raised all of them to be good Pokemon. Um, I, you know, I was trying to be the very best, but um, that no one ever was. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, based off of um, just statistics, basically, and y- you are going to challenge me on this probably, but um, Squirtle, Squirtle, okay. Squirtle ends up um, insane. Like Blastoise has the best um, hit points out of all of them, I think, and also um, has insane defense. Like he's invincible. Yeah. Like I know Charizard has insane attacks, and nobody cares about Venusaur. But <laughs> what do you think? What What would you do? What would you choose? So I used to be always going with Charmander. Mm, of course, he's so cute. Oh my gosh, I love Charmander. But I found myself later in life leaning more towards Bulbasaur. Okay, okay. 
Yeah. So now I, I feel like I, I'm a staunch Bulbasaur defender. Bulbasaur is amazing, too. All the, all the first ones are so cute. Why Bulbasaur? So my thought process is I feel like you can't get comparably strong leaf-type Pokemon as you can, like, water-type. You know, you can get a Lapras. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, right. You know, totally. You, yep. Yeah. A Gyarados. You, you, know. you can get a Flameon. You can get a Gyarados. You can get a Moltres, Zapdos. You Moltres, know, the, well, Zapdos. Well, Moltres is the fire one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Articuno, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's ice, not water. Yeah, I know, yeah. Which ice turns out to be kind of weak. That's it's a good thing they have a strong one going for them because yeah, <laughs> no, I, exactly. So I feel yeah. like the move is get a Bulbasaur, get a Gyarados, get mm-hmm. a Zapdos oh, for your cool. electric. Love the electric. Love it. Electric is always it, the sneaker. You know, like Voltorb and Electrode. Like ooh, mm-hmm. they're they're silent killers, dude. And then you get like a a Flareon for your fire. Ooh. That's that's always that's my your EV choice. That's, yeah. That, so those those are those are my those are my moves to try to get. Even though I like Jolteon better because he's all cool and spiky. Yeah. But yeah, that that was my move to get a will, really well rounded Pokemon grouping for the final four. Is that what right. it's called? Final four. Um, the Elite Four. Elite Four. Final Four is basketball. If you're wondering what I'm doing, I keep looking down. Um, I, I'm i sorry. This is just such a random um, side thing, but totally relevant because I'm writing down my list of words, my list of words to rattle off to Ooh. you for the lightning round. Yes, I will need a few moments to compose those as yeah, well. Yeah, totally. We can talk while you do it also. I mean, I, I'm on number five, and it was just passively writing down. So maybe we could do the lightning round later in the in the episode. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do it after follow-up. I think the only other things we have for follow-up is all of the things that we've done while we were away, especially things that we've talked about previously, like my wedding and all yeah. of that. Anyway, dude, yeah, the follow-up on um, your wedding. This is like, this is monumental, my man. So I'm just like, I feel like I've been, I've been like wondering everything about how you felt, how, how, how the day was, how the week was for you. Um, I'm mm-hmm. wondering about, um, what the early, well, like how you both were like feeling leading up to the, the wedding, how the day went for you, how the reception went uh, we don't need to know about the night. Um, and then, <laughs> and then like the, uh, the honeymoon. So let's start yeah. in whatever order you want. No, let's just start from the beginning. Let's go chronologically. Cool. So yeah, it was the week was super fun. Had a bunch of not a bunch, had a few people coming in from out of town and I it, would was say it was really a bunch. great to see uh the people coming in from out of town. Uh two of my groomsmen and yeah, just it was great to see them to hang out at the bachelor party. Uh what stays at or what happens at the bachelor party stays at the bachelor party. So oh, yeah. we can't divulge too much there. <laughs> but it was a blast. nothing sketchy. It was a blast. We just floated around a pool for a long time. Yeah. And yeah, so that was really fun. And it was really fun having just, you know, all, all your friends. It was like, like what you said for your bachelor party, just having, you know, all of your friends, all of your close friends together in one place mm-hmm. is a unique thing that you probably only have yeah. 
one time. It only happens mm-hmm. one time. So mm-hmm. it's really fun to have everybody there and spending spending the day with all of those people. Yeah, we, we had the bachelor party the day before the rehearsal. Then the rehearsal uh, day, I went and got my hair cut. And then I swung by my house, which I was staying at my parents' house, if if listeners recall. And I swung by my house where Katie was, and it was like a flower shop because they were still getting everything put together, and they nice. had to get everything put together before it was time to go to the rehearsal because everything had to be delivered to mm-hmm. the venue on that day. And so I loaded up all of the drinks in my car, and then I got out of the way. So <laughs> I had a bunch of drinks in my car, and... My car was so weighed down with all oh, of these wow. drinks. Of course. And I was driving to the venue, and I was one exit away from the venue when I got cut off and had to slam on my brakes. I thought I was going to dislocate my shoulder trying to hold all of these cases back. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and it was like, clink, 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 so clink. Crazy, like everything dude. crashing into each other. I'm glad nothing that. exploded in my car. For real. So we got to the venue, and we had the rehearsal. Uh, had the rehearsal dinner. Everything everything went really well. Uh, our friends, Nathan and Veronica, uh, I say our friends like mine and Katie's, but also yours as well. Mm-hmm. We had them, we asked them if they could say a few words at the rehearsal dinner because we met at their wedding uh, two summers ago. And so it was really cool just That's cool. I giving the them an opportunity. Dinner. Yeah, yeah, you, you had a prior engagement, but it's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it was really cool letting them have a moment to just say a few words about, about us and about how they schemed in advance to put us together at their wedding and how it all worked out. So it was kind of a, a fun thing for them to share uh, with our families, especially the ones that in our family that didn't know the whole story. The day of... Yeah, so the day of, the, that night when I went to bed, I typed up vows on my phone to make sure everything was ready. And it wasn't like vows, vows. It was more of just a 60-second time slot for each of us to say something to the other person. And so I prepared my stuff to say, and then we got to the venue, and we all got changed. And the venue was really cool. It was the Children's Museum of Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, which was a really fun venue. And we got everything there and everything ready to go. And then the ceremony started. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it was cool uh, walking out, and everybody's there, and everybody's looking at you. And, and I felt really good and really happy. And then the I walked my mom and my dad out to their seats, and I set them down. And then I stand up there, and I see my first sister turn the corner and come towards me. And we, like, you know, lock eyes. And that was when the, the, the tears started welling up. <laughs> yep. Yep. It was like, Oh man, oh, just, just making eye contact with one of my sisters just started 
it's like, oh, this is this is happening. Like, this is it. This is it. And mm-hmm. so then I had never seen Katie's dress before, so I didn't know what it looked like. And she had said before. But I, but I do want to know. Call me an old church lady, but you saw her before, before the moment. There was already a, there was just, a first look when she ran she, out to give you something. Yeah, just briefly. She was she was still like in her street clothes. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. It but wasn't bad luck. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. It wasn't. It, oh I, right. I, like I just kind of walked out and she was like walking into the venue. I was like, Oh, well, hello. All right. Goodbye. Nice. Yeah. And, I know. No shame. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, yeah. Her dress, she had let on that it was going to be very non-traditional and possibly, purple or some other color and so i had no idea what to expect and then my dad got in on it and when he came into the room said oh man i've never seen a dress like that that's really non-traditional oh yeah that's right i was like oh man (laughs) i I have no idea what to expect that's right because that was the only word you had and and he was like well that was very non-traditional it was funny that he said that i don't know what that means (laughs) yeah then i was waiting up there at the altar everybody else had walked in and there's like this moment that felt like forever before she (laughs) walked in Mm -hmm. and I was just like waiting there and waiting there and waiting there and then she turned the corner and she was in this beautiful white dress and I just started losing it right there oh yeah just waterworks waterworks all over the place so classic then the ceremony happened I don't remember very much of it I remember not being able to make it through my vows and mm-hmm. yeah, just, uh, lots of crying, <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, which I didn't anticipate. Oh, right. Yeah. But that just is kind of the way it happens, I guess. Oh yeah. And yeah. So, so all of that went well. We then took pictures. Reception was really good. Uh, I, my favorite part of the reception was we took a really long, time to go to every table uh while people were eating Mm -hmm. and just thank everybody for being there and got a chance to you know say hi to everybody that came to the wedding so that was that was a really good use of time i really look back on that fondly being able to go table to table like that good yeah that's a great great thing to do we yeah. tried, I think, but didn't make it to everybody. Yeah, it's hard. It's it, mm-hmm. it's very hard. It took a lot of time. Uh, so then we danced, and then for the send-off, we walked out of the venue, uh, sparklers, and then the photographer followed us as we just walked off into the night. And we got some good shots of us walking down the street, and then we walked back, walked to the hotel room, which was... Uh, probably like three quarters of a mile away. So it was a pretty good walk. Yeah, we got... I know. I thought about that. Like, what was that walk like? Yeah, it was awesome. Because you guys just... didn't do a limo. So that's that was no. like an interesting thing about that. But that's cool that you walked. Yeah, it was really fun. Just people honking their horns, people sitting out on patios, yelling out, like, congratulations. Oh, that's amazing. So, yeah, that was really fun. It was, it, yeah, I loved it. 
cool. Dude, that's a great experience to be able to walk, you know, walk to your hotel. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then a week later, we went on the honeymoon and we went to Vancouver, Canada. Back to work, though. Back to work on Monday after that. Well, Tuesday, but... Or Tuesday, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't work on Mondays. But, yeah, back to work on Tuesday. So that week was... Oh, man, I was like a dead man walking. I was worthless oh, yeah. all week. Then we left on that following Sunday for Vancouver. Cool. So the Vancouver trip was really cool. I'd like to... I took some footage. I I feel like I'd like to make a video, like a how-to oh, cool. travel to Vancouver video. Nice. Not necessarily my experience, but just something where it felt like I learned a lot about the city that would be useful for somebody traveling to Vancouver for the first time. And yeah, it was it was really interesting. Vancouver is a very hip city, I think is a, is a good way to describe it. And they sometimes come off a little a little hipstery and mm-hmm. like in a little bit of a pretentious way but it's all it's all cool like they're a cool city but yeah it was just it was just kind of funny uh some of the experience it was a really good experience it was is a very fun honeymoon but it was we like walked slightly... so much oh nice like because we, we stayed right downtown and so almost everything we wanted to do was within walking distance or within reasonable walking distance, uh, some of the big trips a little bit outside of the city center, we could walk to a shuttle that would take us there. And oh, so nice. we ended up walking 57 miles over the course of the week. Wow. So, yeah, that was a, was a lot of That's walking. Crazy. So, yeah, the favorite part of it was probably when we checked out bikes from the hotel. And nice. we ended up riding like 15 miles that day on, on the bike. Wow. And yeah, you can you can take it. And so there's a giant park there uh, called Stanley Park. And you can, you can it, it's like right on the coast, Vancouver is. But it's kind of in a bay. And they have built a big seawall to protect, protect the city from, from flooding. And so on at low tide, it's like 15 or 20 feet down to the oh, water. Wow. So, so wow. it's, it's pretty significant of a drop. Mm-hmm. And the seat wall has a walking path slash bike path along the entire thing around the whole city area. Cool. So you can just hop on a bike and ride it down the seawall and ride it around the park. That's amazing. So, yeah, that, that, was, that was really cool. That's so cool. That's that sounds like you saw some crazy sights. Like it must have been beautiful. Like look overlooking the sea. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. It had definitely had that northwest vibe of like mountains and trees right down into oh, the water. Cool. And that's oh, that's, that's so always beautiful. really cool to see. I've never seen that. I've never been to the northwest Pacific North 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 of the Northwest. <laughs> yeah, we need to do a, a like Portland trip. We could stay at my grandma's. Oh yeah, totally. That would be amazing. That'd be really fun. So, okay, so honeymoon. Oh, oh yeah. The thing about the people like being like a little bit off-putting or something like you just like the hipsterness. Like, what were what were the people like? Yeah. So that that was one of the things that that was kind of funny. So like Stanley Park, as an example, is a really cool, really beautiful park in its own right. It doesn't need you to try to bolster it in any way. 
mm-hmm. but it seemed like everything that Vancouver has, they wanted to compare it to some other thing. And so they were like, you know, Stanley Park, it's actually two times as big as Central Park. I was oh, like, wow. yeah, but you probably shouldn't shouldn't try to compare it to Central Park. Like Central Park has two world class museums in it too. Like, oh, like yeah. it's a there's a reason Central Park is extremely popular. There's baseball leagues that happen there. There, like all these other things besides just grass and trees. Mm-hmm. Like, probably not the best to just compare it the flippantly to. Central Park. And so there was a lot of things like that. Uh, we asked a tour guide. We we did three different walking tours, and we asked a tour guide where a good place to eat was. And she asked, well, wh- what kind of food do you like? And I asked her if there are any good breweries around. And she said, well, actually, Vancouver is the brewing capital of the North, uh, of North America. And I was like, wow. Really? Because <laughs> oh, really? I read a lot like on the internet and yeah. magazines, and I've never heard of any breweries from Vancouver. That, that's Most so people, funny. when they think of the brewing capital of North America, they think of... Milwaukee or something. Milwaukee has a good scene. Portland has a great well, scene. I'm talking about Milwaukee for the, for the like, you know, obvious reason, the whole, like, Bud Light and everything like that, right? Like... Well, but but Budweiser's in St. Louis, which also has oh, a really okay. good craft scene. Uh, Miller is from Milwaukee. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, but like Fort Collins, Colorado has a ton of breweries. Oh yeah, that's. I it, would say that's probably the the brewery capital. That's my what, favorite. What do you think? Just just in in the types of breweries that are there, uh, Fort Collins is my favorite. But then S- Southern California has a whole oh yeah true bunch too san diego dogfish all the head. way up through la no mm-hmm. dog, dogfish head is actually in delaware if you wait no not that. dogfish head um like wait. stone no uh the one that has ballast oh ballast ballast point ballast point yep totally so yeah i feel like i toured that one that was cool oh you did yeah that's awesome yeah I yeah no. a private tour like drank beer for free and stuff like it was pretty legit I love brewery tours. Yeah. yeah, they're so much fun. And it's so interesting too. Yeah, so, so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I they did a lot of that type of comparing where it was like, "Oh, actually actually Vancouver is actually the best." And it's like, "Uh, really?" That's like so I wild. feel like I would have heard. And so we went yeah, to a few totally. a what few was... of the places and they were Did you recognize any? They were all right. No, I didn't recognize a single one. Oh, it, wow. They were all right. Like they weren't fantastic, you know, and the food mm-hmm. was not great at them. Nice. <laughs> and, yeah, and so I was like, okay, like if you're going to build, build it up this, this much, you should probably know what you're comparing it to because yeah, totally. it isn't, totally. it isn't the quality of what you would get in a lot of these other cities. Right. So that, that was the weird thing was they kept comparing it to stuff like that. And if you asked random people, where where's a good place to eat they would tell you oh the best sushi place is this and it's the same thing that you would find on google maps mm-hmm. or or uh, one person answered the question where would you eat with the most expensive sushi place i've ever had is blank that's not 
how you recommend yeah. something. It did true, like yeah. it. It seemed like they had a preset script that everybody wanted to promote certain places. Mm-hmm. And when I what I mean when I ask that question is, where do you accidentally eat three times a week? You know, yeah. if you're not careful, where where would you accidentally eat three times a week? Yeah. And I feel like there's a number of places like that, like Cafe Rio for me. I mean, it's it's not a local place by any means, but it's delicious. And I could yeah. I ate there twice today. I didn't even plan yeah. on it. I know that's crazy. Yeah, it's just it's just funny how they would compare themselves. Another way that they compare themselves, which they have every right to be very proud of their film industry in Vancouver, because anybody that knows anything about the film industry, like every one of CW shows is shot in Vancouver. A lot of times, if something's set in, like, Portland or Seattle, it's actually shot in Vancouver. Vancouver is a very popular place to to film. Like, they should be very proud about that. But they always compare it to Hollywood. They say they're the Hollywood of the Northwest. It's like, you don't need to compare yourself to Hollywood, because then it's just drawing attention to the fact that... You're not Hollywood. You're significantly smaller than Hollywood. Yeah. But, yeah, so, so, I don't know. It seems like a city with a bit of a chip on its shoulder, which which yeah. I can appreciate. I can appreciate that. Cool. But overall, it was a great honeymoon and everything. Oh, yeah. It was great. I'd love to go back to Vancouver. It was, it was a very fun city. Nice. A crazy expensive city. So we had a hard time finding good food. And like a, a lot of the places just weren't that great and were quite expensive. And so... Oh, wow. I, we were confused for a long time until finally we found a brunch place and a burger place. And there were a couple of things that they had in common that I think helped me develop a theory as to why the food, at least in the area of Vancouver that we were in, wasn't amazing. And okay. so this is my theory. Both of those places were in the worst part of all of Vancouver. They were right on the edge of, like, the poorest area of the entire, I think they said all of Canada. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Vancouver had had a surprisingly large homeless population. Very big homeless population. And... The other thing that was really weird, just as a side note, is a lot of people just smoking, like a lot of like looks like high schoolers just like smoking all over the place. Cigarette cigarettes, butts, cigarette butts all over the place. Oh, wow. Uh, a lot of pot, too, but that's going to be legal in October. But there I see. in Canada, all of Canada. And wow. so it was just yeah, but it was really weird because that's not something you see in the United States like at all anymore. Mm-hmm, like just, as much cigarettes. Yeah. Just like a bunch of people outside of an office building on a smoke break. Dang. You know, yeah, it totally. was just, it was so prevalent. Wow. So like there's, there's, if you go, the main touristy area is like this historic part of town called Gas, <clears throat> called Gas Town. And if you go one block too far out of Gas Town, you literally emerge into a hobo village of makeshift shacks and stuff. Wow. And like literally when we, we accidentally went too far, we walk out and the police have the street blocked off and there's somebody like 
a jumper on the top of the building and oh hobo shacks everywhere. Like, where did we just walk into? Oh, what wow. is this place? So both of those restaurants were right net, like within a block of that location. That's insane. Which makes me think that part of the reason in downtown, proper downtown Vancouver, the food was kind of suboptimal is that things are so expensive that most places are either extremely expensive, fancy sit-down restaurants or sit-down restaurants that are still very pricey for sit-down restaurants, but they need to make such a large margin in order to afford rent in these locations that they use, like, cheaper ingredients. So, like, the food quality isn't as good for what you're paying for. And so that's that that's kind of what my working theory was. And and to give an idea for how expensive Vancouver is, a starter home in like the nice part, I think they said West Vancouver was like the ritzy part of town. A starter home in West Vancouver is like five million dollars. Oh my gosh. Which is insane. That's crazy. It's yeah. It's what? to 20 times the cost of a starter home in in phoenix something like that yeah that's so insane it's yeah crazy expensive 20 times yeah so i I thought that that was really interesting uh i'm glad that we found those places that and the other thing about those places that made me think this was they had very small uh seating like there wasn't a lot of seating in the restaurant. The Jam wow. Cafe, the second time we went there, we waited well over an hour. Wow. Because they only can seat like twenty tables, I think. Wow. Like it's it's very small. And that makes me think that that they can't afford to move to a larger location because the rent would just be so massive that right. they have to deal with having a wait instead of increasing how many people they can see. Mm-hmm. Totally. So the other things that we did, we saw three different shows. We saw, uh, as you like it, uh, Shakespeare sh- nice. play, uh, which was actually turned into a Beatles jukebox musical. That's amazing. It was pretty fun. And then we saw Macbeth, which was really cool. They alternated those on different nights on the same stage with cool. the same cast. Oh, amazing. So seeing both of them in the same week, you saw this entire cast do a comedy, a Shakespeare comedy jukebox musical, and they, you know, adjusted something so it was set in Vancouver in the 60s. Cool. And had a whole professional wrestling undercurrent to it, and there was a whole pre-show with, like, a wrestling match that was hilarious. And it was just, it was super fun. And then to contrast that then with the same cast doing doing the most dramatic thing ever. Yeah. And Macbeth was even better. It was so good. It was, it was phenomenal. So we sprang for a little bit nicer of seats for Macbeth. I'm glad we did. It was really cool. Nice. And then the third show we saw was in the, in the park. They have a little theater in the park. And like an outdoor theater. Yeah. Like an outdoor theater. And you could tell it's something that like people love to go do and bring the family in the summertime. Mm -hmm. And it was Cinderella 
and it was nice. really it, it was really fun. It was interesting. It was which version? I think it was the updated version okay. from a few years ago, and I think the way that they did the casting for the show, if I'm guessing correctly, I don't know for sure, is that they hire, you know, a handful of the parts, probably all of the main roles to professional actors, and then everything else, all the ensemble is like high school kids from the community. So mm. that was kind of cool. Nice. The the costumes, as Katie pointed out, were interesting. It was it was hard to tell what the setting was exactly supposed to be because the costumes were kind of all over the place. The, oh, I see. The lead male, the prince, had a Black Panther vibe costume oh, wow. the whole time. Like a superhero outfit. Well, like specifically like Black Panther's superhero outfit, like the African oh, wow. robes, you know? Oh, wow. And I then Cinderella was like Black really Panther. traditional Cinderella. And so it was like, there was like an incongruity between the costumes that That's so funny that wasn't really explained, but it was interesting. So, and then all of the, like the princes, like fellow warriors, were dressed kind of like ninjas. And so wow, was, weird! I was like, oh, what is all? Of, I don't, I don't quite understand <laughs> the costume yeah, decisions. Like, yeah. So then, yeah, we got back a week later, and yeah, it's been it's been really good. What was that like first week of marriage like and along with the honeymoon like like between you two is the first time you've been married <laughs> I mean yeah it sounds like was it so different than before like how you know yeah i think it it was just really nice you know you're just physically in the same place and always yeah and that's awesome that's a complete change from how everything has always been. And so, yeah. and a good change. So that was really nice. Okay. So you guys have been married for now, like a month. Has it been a month yet? Yep. Oh One yeah. It's month been over yesterday. Month. Oh, amazing. Yes, that's right. Um, so one month, did you guys have a little like, yay, one month kind of thing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I cooked, I cooked dinner, some hamburger cool. helper. Nice. And oh, then we went and got ice cream. So cool. Yeah. That was that's really fun. <laughs> cool heck yeah i think on our first month we, uh, like we drank out of our like champagne flutes you know did like a little thing oh you know i played um at um, a church camp for uh the high school youth group of one of our friends from college um josh um, that was an amazing time. Love you, Josh. Blah blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, it was truly fun. Uh, we went in houseboats. Uh, they do like this houseboats camp every summer, and for the past few summers, and um, uh, we just took houseboats out on Lake Mead um, to like a dock somewhere, in, or like n- not a dock, but like we just rammed up against the shore somewhere, you know, and mm-hmm. tied down, and uh, and just you know, played on the lake every day. And then I led worship in the evenings. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Did jet skis and did some wake surfing and just ate a lot of junk food. (laughs) Pretty cool. (laughs) Immediately after, like as soon as I got home, oh my gosh, my journey with my, oh my gosh. Okay. So on my way, on my way up to Lake Mead um, for this trip, for this camp, 
my truck is a 93 Toyota pickup and it's been, it's been so good to me and works so well. But then when I, when I took it up to Lake Mead, um, it was not doing so well on the hill, like uphill stuff. And, um, I heard like a clacking in my engine as I was driving, but it was like light for the beginning. Um, and then when I was maintaining top speeds or not top speeds, but like 75, you know, the speed limit, um, it was just, the clanking was getting crazier and, uh, it got unbearable and my truck also was stopping, was like unable to accelerate. And so I had to pull over and, uh, called AAA. Thank God I have a AAA card from my grandpa. But yeah, it was so crazy. Um, called AAA and it was so, so hot. It was like 105 or 110 or 100, you Mm -hmm. know, it's all the same to me up there, but, um, it was so hot outside and I had to turn off my truck, pull up, you know, pull over, turn off my truck and, uh, wait for like 45 minutes until maybe, maybe it was longer. Maybe it was like an hour and 15 or something, but it was like a super long time, uh, until the tow truck arrived. And the nearest place to me at that point was Kingman. Um, so they were coming from Kingman, um, Arizona. And I was uh, just sweating. And, you know, I was, like, afraid I was going to, like, pass out, you know, like, in the heat. I, like, went between sitting in my truck, you know, away from the blaring sun to walking around out there, letting the wind cool down my sweat um, back and forth. And then I, like, set up a little um, makeshift, you know, like, little, like, fort in my truck like <laughs> blocked all the windows you know with like a random towel i had in the back and like the mm-hmm. sun visor and stuff so finally got rescued um somebody came and picked me up from lake mead and i was told um when when i got to the tow or when i got to the mechanic um it was like well it's destroyed your truck is destroyed i'm so sorry i was like oh, oh no my gosh okay wow that's huge that's a huge thing because Haley's car is the only one that has the car seat or the only one that can have a car seat. And like, we can't like, I guess we can just have one car now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we can't just like buy a car. Um, so it was like really, really scary, really heavy. It was a big pill to swallow, but I was like on my way to camp. So I was going to be gone for a week, like forgetting about it. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, but I had worked, I, I had, um, I called my uh, my sister to see if she could come pick me up from Lake Mead from Phoenix, mm-hmm. which is like five hours away. And she was unable. Well, she was, was like, I work that day, but I can try to get it covered and stuff. And I was like, it's okay. And my grandparents came to the rescue and they decided to come to come get me and tow, like get a U-Haul and tow my truck back. Oh yeah, because since it was since my truck was like basically totaled according to that mechanic, like mm-hmm. the engine was actually totaled. It was destroyed and like it made the car basically junk. Um, mm-hmm. But, and so I was like, Oh, I don't know what to do with this. Like, could I just like junk it? And they're like, they're like, they'll probably only give you like a hundred bucks for it around here. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, I would just, okay. They were like, how much were you expecting? And I said, I don't know, like $300. I feel like you can just junk a car for 300 bucks in Phoenix. And they were like, okay. So then they had a friend who had a pickup, uh, a pickup, like the same car as mine. And uh, they like offered to sell it to him, like for me, 
which I didn't fully like run past. They didn't run fully run it past me, but they were like, he'll give you $200 for it. So there it is. Looks like you're, you know, I was like, okay, I guess I'll sell it. Can we wait until the end of the week? You know, when I, can I leave it here and come back? Um, And I was in correspondence with my grandpa randomly. My grandpa was like, he texted me. He was like, how did you make it to like me? Like, how was the trip? And I was like, I'm actually at a mechanic because my truck is totaled, you know? And he was like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, wow. Uh, he was like, is there any, like, what's wrong with it? And I was like, I don't, they said it's totaled. So um, I'm going to like just sell it to their friend for 200 bucks. He was like, don't mm-hmm. uh, like that's like people love that, love those little, those little trucks. So mm-hmm. like I will buy, I will pay more for that from you know i was like okay cool wow thank god my grandpa like texted me came to the rescue like that wow i was planning Mm -hmm. on like on getting the title changed over the next week you know like yeah just the whole thing but so they came up and picked me up at lake mead and um we stopped in kingman he my grandpa rented a u-haul and towed it down to phoenix and took it to a mechanic we took it right to a mechanic and um they had the truck to me like in two weeks like my grandpa, oh my god, my grandpa freaking replaced the engine. Oh snap! He, like somebody, he had the mechanic replace the engine, and I found out that it was like five five thousand bucks or like six thousand dollars or something. I was like, oh no, five thousand bucks. I was like, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh, yeah. I was like, thank you. There was wow. just yeah, it was so crazy. Um, and so now I have a truck, but base good as new. Yeah, well, basically, I mean, it's still, like, slow and stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. at least it works, you know? And I'm totally. so grateful. So that's a crazy thing that happened. And then as soon as I got back from Lake Mead the next day, uh, my wife and I left with Georgia, our baby, you know, Haley, me and Haley and Georgia, we left with her family to go to Cape May, New Jersey, um, on, like, on a just a, week, a week-long vacation that is, Cape May is a destination for her family, um, and it has been for like years, but, um, they haven't gone super like in a few years, just her, um, her immediate family, but her, uh, her like aunts and uncles over there, like have gone there every year. Mm. So we were going and we were all going to like, it was going to be like a big old family reunion kind of thing. It was really amazing. Um, all of Haley's sisters came, one of Haley's sister's boyfriends or one of Haley's sister's boyfriend came also. And so mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, Cape May is such a beautiful town. It's um, it's uh, Victorian. Apparently, like it was founded um, before the Victorian era in the you know like seventeen or eighteen hundreds. I don't know fully when the Victorian era was. Yeah, eighteen hundreds sometime. But it was like much earlier than that that the town was founded. Or you mm-hmm. know, and like houses were from that era. But a huge fire like burned down like two thirds of the town. Um, in the 1800s. And so everybody built Victorian houses. So it's like half Victorian houses and, you know, cause that was around the time and then half like ancient, you know, mm-hmm. houses. Uh, we didn't see the ancient houses as much, but the Victorian, everything was gorgeous and I so bet. green, <laughs> so many gardens and like so many flowers. It was crazy. Went to the beach every day. Um, body surfed the, the town. It's a tourist town, but it's also quaint and beautiful. So, we got to experience like such a fun escape. Um, yeah. So that was Cape May. And then I came back and then started school the next Monday. And I've been in school for now a week and a half. 
Nice. Or, and students come tomorrow. Students actually come tomorrow, and I have to be there at 7 o'clock a.m. That's why we need so, to wrap it up soon. Yeah. <laughs> so that's crazy. School starts tomorrow, and I'm a little bit anxious because I'm like, I'm a TA, but I'm like a lead in, um, I'm a lead for like recess and stuff. So yeah. I have to kind of be on point. Totally. But yeah. Crazy. You're the man. Thanks. Cool. Yeah, let's get into the lightning round. The lightning round. Some quick follow-up. I was told that my lightning round was not a true lightning round, so I will attempt to answer things succinctly and not try to explain myself. Let's cue the music, and here we go. I'll go with my list first. Ready? Go. Toilet paper roll position. Ooh, um, front toward you. Front, oh, over. (laughs) Over. not under, yeah. Favorite dessert? Um, that ice cream. I love ice cream. I don't have it very much because it's bad for you, but I love it so much. Favorite flavor? Um, Bonus. Bonus questions. Like strawberry. (laughs) You know, like the fruity flavors, like berries and stuff? Mm -hmm. I love those so much. So, that. Or cherries. All-time favorite band. Gotta pick one. Reliant K. Nice. How to wash dishes? Um, well, rinsing them fully. So, you know, and then putting them in the dishwasher because the dishwasher sanitizes. It does not, like, scrub your dishes. So, Mac versus PC. Mac, obviously. Mac, I just love it. It's so much better. <laughs> that was a softball. Oh, yeah. Electric toothbrush. I have one. Question mark? Um, oh, it's amazing. They tell you not to scrub, but to just, like, kind of, like, graze your teeth as, you know, slowly. So. Do, do you abide by that? Um, uh, loosely. <laughs> I kind of scrub a little bit, but not too hard. Uh, your internet browser of choice. Safari. I don't know. It's my default on the Mac, you know. Mm-hmm. What's the last movie you saw? Oh, um, the movie The Obvious Child on Netflix. It has Jenny Slate in it and another uh, male counterpart, actor, whatever. But Jenny Slate's amazing in it. Um, it's really, like, it's a rom-com that is um, a little bit dark. So, yeah. Mm. Well, not super uh, dark, but you were. How's Georgia? Georgia's amazing. She's four months old. She turned four months old on the ninth. So, it was, like, five, four or five days ago. Um, five days ago. She is screaming and stuff a lot. I mean, like, not all the time, but just, like, very vocal and has a very hard time sleeping lately because she's going through, like, an active growth spurt. So she's, Mm. like, arching her back, and she wants to just see everything, and she wants to stand. She stands on assisted assisted standing. Nice. Very cool. Favorite meal? Lasagna. And that's it. Nice. Amazing. It's your lightning round. Cool. I'm I'm glad that wasn't too much to handle. (laughs) <laughs> um, I was thinking like, oh gosh, I'm going to have to beef up my improv skills. Um, but okay. <laughs> uh, mine is going to be crazy. So good luck. Ready? <laughs> Here we go. Stamps. Uh, I don't see the point anymore. <laughs> nice. I never mail anything. Although they look nice. Yeah. Applebee's. Uh, I used to love the half price apps, but then change up their menu and they got rid of most of the apps I like. Where's your steak fajita tower? That's uh, why I want to know. We need answers. Applebee's. Anime. I remember I watched Gundam Wing a long time ago when it was on Cartoon Network, and I thought that was good, and I was probably 13, and I watched Pokemon as a kid, and I think that's it. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I have a pretty limited thing, too. Um, giraffes. They're cool. Have you ever touched one of their tongues? They, one of their tongues has touched me, and I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to feed it, and I was like, Ew. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, fe I've fed them before at the, the wildlife zoo. Yeah, true. Yeah. Times are crazy. Uh, Nintendo 64. Uh, the best. Oh, Ocarina of Time, Mario 64, Royal CD. Wikipedia. Uh, also the best. I, I am on Wikipedia almost daily just looking up something. Like, random actor pops into my head. I want to know everything about this actor, as uh, Aziz Ansari would say. Just tiny side note. Um, do you think it's as untrustworthy as professors are always trying to tell you? No. Okay. Because it's pretty heavily moderated, and something might be false that's on there temporarily, but then it gets quickly brushed aside and removed, nice. and everything needs citation. Sometimes the citations are garbage, but... It helps to look at the citations. Look at the citations, people. Nice. I, wow, that's really that's good advice. Australia's monsters. Oh, Australia is a nightmare. I'd love to go there one day, but I'd be afraid that I'd die. <laughs> uh, especially saltwater crocodiles. Oh, my gosh, that is terrifying. Oh, that is terrifying. Oh, my gosh. Demolition derbies. I'm skeptical that they even exist in real life. They're, in movies, movies make it out like demolition derbies are just everywhere. Everybody's always at demolition derbies. It's a huge plot point. And it's like, I've never even heard of somebody going to a demolition derby, much less accidentally driving into one and having to fight for their survival. <laughs> right. Um, blankets. Uh, big fan. Big fan, especially heavy, heavy blankets. Want a, want a nice heavy blanket on me. But sometimes it, it gets hot, especially during the summer. I felt like you would say that. I knew that. Um, vinyl. Uh, I've got two Billy Joel vinyls, but they're in frames for my viewing pleasure. Mm. And those are the only ones I, I own. Beautiful. Great lightning round. That was amazing. Yes. All right. So that's going to have to do it for today because we are short on time because Christian has to go to sleep. Betty bye. Mm, yeah. So... Awesome. It was great. It's great catching up. Love you too, man. Uh, we will talk again soon for everybody there listening. Thanks for listening to the end. Hope you enjoyed the lightning round and uh, subscribe. Tell other people about it and we'll see you on the next one. All right. Adios.